Hey everybody, welcome to Big Beard Bieber Anonymous Fan Club, where we talk Justin's music without exposing the beards behind the headphones. Today, we have someone that also has a beard and is also a a big fan of the Biebs. You could say that. Yeah, please welcome Jojo, I mean... Another anonymous bearded <laughs> fan to share his collection of merchandise with us. Wow, it's so great to be here on the Bearded Justin Bieber fan podcast or whatever the hell you just said. Uh, I'm such a fan of Justin Bieber, and we're, we're going to talk today the best uh, Bieber tunes. And I'm going to argue, you like that, tunes? And I'm going to argue tunes. that uh, Baby, Baby is actually the classic uh, Justin oh, Bieber song. Now, now That's blasphemy. Mike, I mean, uh, anonymous Justin Bieber fan. What, what would you say is the biggest one? I mean, I gotta say, sorry, I think. Sorry for sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that. I don't know any more Justin Bieber songs. Maybe we can stop doing this. <laughs> All jokes aside, this is the Photography Brothers podcast where you can get your weekly dose of photography, videography, idiocracy, and anything that falls under that umbrella, Ella. We have a jam-packed show for you creative creatures today. We're talking about uh, ways to build credibility as a photographer. But before we do that, we need we need some music to carry us into this conversation. Jared, at this time, this time, you're getting a break. Yeah, I get to chill out and just listen to a tune this week before we get into talking about uh, how to gain legitimacy as a photographer. And I'm excited to hear your song, sir. What do you got for us this week? So um, before I start, I do need to give credit where credit is due. Um, I uh, realized I had to make the song this morning. I, I should have come to that realization. It's an alternating schedule. I didn't. And so I, I wrote this very quickly and, and only possible um, for my girlfriend, Alexa, who helped me out in, in writing amazing, this amazing. Um, song suggestion is, is hers. And so and a great song, classic, a contemporary pop classic, if I will. Okay. But okay. you'll notice this wouldn't necessarily be, you know, the typical Ed Sheeran yeah. or, or random rapping failure. Right. Now the rapping thing worked out. It was something. <laughs> okay. I think you should try it again someday, you know? Don't give up on your dreams. I won't. I won't. Thank you, Jared. That's what we do here at the Photography just Brothers. Like, just like Justin Photography Bieber, friends. you know? Just like just like Justin would say. <laughs> All right. What would Justin do, you know? He'd fucking slay it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do right now. I guess. What do you... <laughs> Would he slay it? I suppose. <laughs> I think he would slay. I don't know. All right. Let's find out. This is take one of 50 um, for a taking. I like big lenses and I cannot lie. Like low apertures I can't deny. When a guy walks in with a stock camera lens and a pop-up flash in your face, you get sprung. The photo bros, yeah. We get sprung, yeah. That's 
it. <laughs> wow, that was sick, man. That was great. Your own your own take on it. Your own take on yeah. a classic. <laughs> <laughs> I like big lenses. It was jazzy, man. Now I understand why you've got the the sunglasses on and the whole the John Lennon <laughs> vibe here. It's also bright yeah. here, right next to the window. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, we've got a great show ready here for everybody whether or not uh michael's ready with his sunglasses for how amazing this show is going to be i'm not sure but uh he usually is he's usually ready you feeling ready i think the yeah man i mean these glasses are telling you i'm ready Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) that's what it's saying yeah that's true that's true we're we're going to talk all about uh as we said before gaining legitimacy uh, on on the pod today, but you know, there's there's a lot of things that we could have talked about this week that uh, that I chose not to talk about. A lot of big news story. It's been a big uh, news week here. Um, you know, what with uh, Russia almost invading the Ukraine, they still might probably we don't need to talk about that. Uh, what else happened? Oh, there was a huge crash in uh, in Bitcoin. Do you want to talk about that? No, I'm just. I'm <laughs> glad right. I moved my Bitcoin. <laughs> oh man, we both sold all our Bitcoin before uh, before that went down. Bought some cameras. <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to talk about quickly, just before we get into uh, the real subject of today's podcast, um, there's been some big news in regards to Michael's precious Sony. Uh, Sony Sony took a big hit. This week as a company, man. Uh, do you know about the Microsoft uh, Activision deal that that went down? Yes, you heard about that, right? More of a gaming news thing than a um, than a photography related thing. But you know what? Sony is uh, is one big company, and this does actually affect cameras. I think this could actually have some implications here because of the uh, seventy billion dollars that Microsoft had to throw around. They went and bought Activision, oh, and yeah. It's it's a pretty pretty big deal because you know Activision owns a lot of IP, a lot of games, including Call of Duty. Right? They can make a lot of things exclusive now, and uh, yeah, Blizzard is included in this deal as well. Right? Um, I guess that's Diablo and uh, World of Warcraft, maybe. Anyways, yeah, World of Warcraft <laughs> I know, as well. I know, I know yeah. more about cameras than uh, than video games, right? But uh, Sony took a big hit. They lost twenty billion dollars in uh, market value, the biggest that they have ever dipped since two thousand eight, uh, which wow, you know, big economic collapse in in two thousand eight. So that's kind of crazy. So I'm just wondering, like, um, you know, as someone who really loves uh, as a Sony fanboy yourself. <laughs> someone who loves sony cameras uh what do you make of this man is this gonna actually hurt the camera division or do you view this as like ah oh, it's a completely like separate thing i don't think it's gonna really impact things so i have two thoughts so my first thought here is um you know i i, I have conflicting emotions because i am also an xbox gamer and what this means oh, to okay potentially like proprietary content or or just like unique additional uh, bonus content for, for us as Xbox gamers. I think it's going to be really, really cool. Um, but yeah, of course, you know, when it comes down to, you know, what are, are Sony's biggest money makers, um, I'm going to say that their camera division probably isn't at the bottom of the totem pole. Um, I, I don't think that that's where they're they're going to get an impact. Maybe maybe if they make monitors or something like that, yeah. you know. So, th- to me, I think Sony is just is Canon has gained some legroom 
with some of their newer releases, but Sony is still a leader, uh, a leader in the market. Yeah. For um, sure. Especially so I, I for mirrorless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think that they are where you're going to get cuts if, if, if cuts are happening there. No, probably not, man. I actually view it as the opposite. I did look it up. They, they do make a good amount from, uh, from PlayStation, from like video games and like the, the network and stuff like that. Uh, they also make a lot from cameras though, not really selling, uh, consumer cameras. Like when the average person buys that a seven, they don't make that much. Uh, it's actually selling sensors there, sensor, uh, distribution for cell phones, uh, oddly enough for competitors, cameras. See, it's kind of cool that I looked into this. They make sensors for Nikon and Olympus. I had like no idea that that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're just like so confident that Nikon, Nikon isn't going <laughs> to take them over. They're like, yeah, you guys can can have some sensors. It's cool. Don't worry I think Nikon's it, so. hung on yeah. long enough with the new Z series cameras that yeah. they, they could they could come back. They could. Yeah, yeah, they're still they're still uh, still a competitor for sure. But uh, yeah, just kind of maybe maybe they'll actually um Maybe this will cause Sony to focus more on cameras. That could be the other part, man. Like, I don't know. It's either that or making weird uh, Spider-Man spinoffs. So <laughs> I hope we kind of all hope it's cameras, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of speaking of cameras, Michael, let's get into uh, today's uh, photography uh, related topic. We're talking about getting a good reputation. Uh, we are talking about gaining legitimacy as a photographer, right? Um, and that's something that I think a lot of people worry about in their career. Definitely something that I'm focused on now, uh, it being January and all of that kind of a lot of time to think, a lot of time to plan. And uh, that's definitely something that I've been thinking about, right? Like some of the uh, biggest photographers, some of the people who do the best are the people who have that reputation, right? Have that like level of legitimacy. And I, I was able to think of a few things here, some uh, actionable stuff that we can go through, uh, some steps that you can take to become more legitimate as a photographer. Uh, does that sound fun? Mm-hmm. To you? It sounds like a blast. All right. Wicked, wicked. Uh, maybe we should start with what we mean by uh, legitimacy, by reputation. Like, what are we talking about and why is that important? Why are we going to make a whole podcast episode about that, right? <laughs> it's what's going to make people trust you. Um, yeah. It's like, you know, it's sometimes it's it's through word of mouth. Sometimes it's just how they find you and, and, and how you're presenting yourself and, and what, what you can present on there. Um, that can that can lead them to taking that next step to working with you. Yeah, man, it can and it can lead to like bigger things than just booking gigs, right? Like this is really one of those episodes where we can get into yeah. like vision and things like that, like the the long term thing, right? Like all of these all of these actions that you can take, yeah, it's to to book photo shoots and stuff like that and and build your business, but you know, ultimately like build up your brand, create good art. Like these are all things Fair, that yeah. are going to be uh, included in this. So yeah, I'm pretty excited to talk about it. Um, when we talk about like famous photographers or photographers that are well known, photographers that have a good reputation, uh, what are what are some that come to mind? Maybe some examples we can throw out there. I I I can't think of who you're gonna say. <laughs> Andrew Kearns. Yeah, okay. Um, nice. Oh, you're surprising um, us with the Andrew Kearns. All right. Uh, that other I'm dude try, with, the, with the rings? I'm, try, 
I'm trying to think of outside guys. I don't want to yeah. give you it. I don't want to give you it. Um, <laughs> there's there's Matty a couple, Hapoya. Oh, nice. There's that's a couple a little close um, to the star, but a couple of people, uh, Tony and Chelsea Northrup, who host the Picture yeah. This Photography podcast that I listen to sometimes. They're pretty good. They talk about gear too much, but but they're an all right. <laughs> they're an all right podcast. I think they have a, a good reputation. They're trusted by camera brands and they're trusted by a lot of people. They they do pretty well as photographers. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Peter McKinnon. I'll just say it. I'll just drop it. Um, it's actually. Does he make photography content? He does or? some photography. He's a photographer. Yeah. You, I don't know. Is he on Vimeo or? Yeah, mostly mostly uh, OnlyFans, actually. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Check out Peter McKinnon's OnlyFans, everybody. Make sure you check that out. Uh, yeah, he's definitely someone who who's known for the quality that uh, the quality of work that he does. Kind of an interesting case of someone who's yeah. actually like a rock star photographer, right? It doesn't really happen that much yeah. where you have like these big names um, in photography. It's not like uh, movie directors necessarily or or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Uh, another one who I thought of uh, Annie Leibowitz as a photographer that comes up quite a bit as in terms of somebody more on the creative side but i think that she also is like a very commercially you know accessible commercially popular photographer uh she's done a lot of like really famous portraits of celebrities uh like there's really famous uh picture like all all i have to say is the john lennon yoko ono photo of them in bed you know that one where he's like hugging on her that one yeah and he's he's got his little uh tushy out there (laughs) <laughs> uh you know Whoopi goldberg demi moore tons and tons of people uh that she's shot for so uh and some very interesting and kind of unexpected maybe even like experimental photos sometimes or just like not what you think of when when it's like oh you're gonna shoot uh like some uh photos of some celebrities that you kind of expect like just boring headshot type of thing for some reason but she kind of does something that's very interesting so yeah just a few examples of people who have had a lot of success as photographers they have uh, a style maybe that they're known for and you know they're someone that people look to as like a leader uh in the space right so that's kind of kind of the goal and i've got a few things here that will help help us get there. Some of them are things that I do. Uh, some of them are things that maybe Michael does. Some of them are things that maybe uh, both of us should do more, you know, something that yeah. maybe <laughs> both of us could improve. Do you want to... Uh... That's kind of the realization I had too. Funny you yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is definitely one of those weeks where I was like, all right, like this is... Not... Sometimes the episodes are for us too, you guys. <laughs> do you want to go first? Do you have a first, uh, sure. first thing that people can do? Yeah. Uh, so the first one I have here is um, submit work uh, to magazines and or highly praised local feeds. Uh, nice. By that, I mean, like, you know, um, uh, there's some f- very fairly large Toronto base. If you're from Toronto, um, even Instagram profiles and, um, you know, I think what is it called? T dot or or. Um, you know, there's a Narcity. There are a bunch of those kinds of uh, feeds like that, that people end up posting on. Uh, their websites to to show that they've, um, you know, been chosen and highlighted and selected uh, by oh, yeah. by that well rec- recognized, um, you know, publication essentially, uh, you know, that is locally acclaimed. Everyone knows and follows them for the most part, so that can do a lot for you. But in general, magazines as well, um, and that is not limited to physical magazines. Um, I mean, I think of Petapixel, I think of F Stoppers. They constantly have nice. photographers submitting articles and work. So if you have a set of images that has maybe an, an interesting story 
accompanied to it, why not uh, write something and submit it to some of these some of these articles and get some you know some of that brand recognition that Jared's talking about? Very um, smart idea, man. Very yeah. smart idea. I, uh, to speak like locally here, uh, you know, not everybody that listens to this podcast uh, lives in Toronto. I see the numbers. I know where you got. <laughs> don't if you skip a week, I know. <laughs> Dallas Jeff, wasn't here this yeah, week. <laughs> listen, Dallas. You have to listen to every episode if you're um, a true <laughs> fan of the Photo Bros, right? Um, here we have like Now Magazine. We have uh, Blog To. There's obviously Blog but to, yeah. Buzzfeed. Uh, these are these are huge publications, and you, you know, with that type of thing, like they are looking for people, like even just the news in general, right? Global TV, whatever. I've been on global TV a couple times, not for photography, but maybe I should try to get. I'll just change the subject for modeling. I'll just change the subject next time. <laughs> for start talking about photography, my opinions on it. Um, but yeah, like these uh, publications, they're they're hungry for content. They're always looking for something that they can. Um, you know, feed the algorithm with essentially, right? And and you can piggyback off of their power, their reach as well, right? Like it's gonna if you want to reach a lot of people, really get your name out there, like you trying to do that yourself with like your own blog, your own videos, your your own resources. That's one thing, right? And it like that's kind of tends to be my approach, and it doesn't always work out that great, or at least it it's hard work, <laughs> like a lot of work. But uh, yeah, th- this can be a, a very good um, tactic, and I'm glad that you put it. Uh, as the first one on your list, man. That's sick. Cool. I've got uh, I've got one here. This is a, this may be an obvious one. This is one that I do right. I think that this is, uh, but this is huge. Like it's really important. Create just creating content, like what we're doing right now. Uh, the podcast uh, is a huge thing that sets us apart from other photographers, right? And it's something that you know clients would be interested in, but also like just gives you that thing that sets you apart from other people when it's like, oh, well, why are we going to pick you? Oh, well, I'm like more of an expert. I just understand this stuff better. Oh, is there any proof of that? Okay, well, I've got my podcast. I have videos on the subject. I maybe have some blog posts. When we're talking legitimacy, like these things really help a lot, right? Like just having that content out there. And as well, like not only just as a client facing thing, but in terms of like networking, right? Like how many times do you meet another photographer and you can kind of tell them about the podcast and then, you know, maybe even later down the line, they come on as a guest and it creates a yeah. whole, like creates a whole ecosystem. And that's kind of what we've realized here with the podcast, right? It's not necessarily And that's just what about, we've created. Yeah. With more right? of a community. Yeah, for sure. But like, and that's how we've met and that's how we, you know, I, 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 mm connected with Jamie. I, then I connected with you and then you connect to Brody and then I connect to, we, we, it's just how, that's how, that's how it goes. Right. Yeah, for sure, man. And then I got some advice from Sarah every now and again on Instagram too. Sarah Shutter. She's doing some great stuff. That's a, yeah, that's a really good point, man. Yeah. I think just like creating content in general, that's something that I have not been doing a very good job of yeah uh, we're, we're actually just yeah we're discussing <laughs> this I've, I've been i've been doing a little bit more than than michael but you know what he comes to the podcast every week so gotta give him that credit yeah yeah i am going to uh challenge myself and I'll, I'll tell you guys about that maybe on another episode but uh yeah I, it's something that's good to do and i recognize that um you know it's it's just constant exposure um every time you put out a video you have a chance of coming across you know even if you get 10 views that's that could be 10 independent unique different people that never saw you before you know um it just takes one or two of those people to share content around for it to grow a little bit 
and so yeah definitely it, it's good to get that exposure um i wanted to lean on another point here that was similar to the first point but i saw it as a little bit different okay um so almost like growing your presence within these communities so okay so nominate yourself for different contests and local award shows so for example 500 pixels and you know there's some um, similar platforms obviously to that but you know they have constant contests associated with brands and um you know it gives you an opportunity to just sign up you know you just start submitting photos to these contests you just try to meet the theme and if you get picked and you win you get some prize money but you also get some exposure to maybe a client if it's one of these sponsored gigs um so it, it's a nice opportunity for you know i know it's not all about the gigs and that but um just on that point there it's it could be an opportunity for you even after after the fact uh, and then obviously the more you win the more recognition you're going to get within the platform um you know especially you know, i like to use 500 pixels as an example because it is quite um a bit quite a, a bit more of a, of a social uh, photography sharing platform uh to like you know i don't really exclude uh, include in Instagram, but you know, some of those other platforms that are more specifically about photography, uh, and community. So it's a bit more social, but you can actually build a presence. People come and follow you. Um, and you can, you know, you can, you can use that as a platform to create community as well. And obviously we're talking about creating that brand. Um, and so that can do a lot for you, but then a local award shows, you know, you know, every city for the most part has like an arts council and they tend to have like a yearly, contest that happens you know back in mississauga um as an example i did uh nominate for (laughs) i got nominated for um uh uh, digital it was it's like a mix between photography and video and so it it was shared awards like digital arts but there's Hmm. like an experienced and then there's like more of an like an entry level like (laughs) so i was on the entry level one um but it's still cool you know and i didn't win the guy who won is incredible and um i meaning to create some sort of content with him because he's he's really talented filmmaker but um it it was just cool to go there and when you're there you get an opportunity to network with tons of other creative people in the city you get you know awareness from people in the city who have businesses that you know have have things that you know for the most part you know will at some point need photography or video um, and so you can have those conversations with people network there and you get involved within your city's community. Um, and uh, that's another way to, you know, kind of build some uh, some, um, I guess, credibility as well. Yeah, for sure. And connecting yourself to that, like big group of people who live in that city or live in that town who are excited to, you know, really, especially if it is a smaller town. Like I know where I come from in Timmins, like if there was some type of photo contest or whatever, like people would get really excited to see their city showcased in that way. Right. Toronto less so, I guess, just because there's like so many photos here, I guess that when it gets to like a bigger city, maybe you start you, you do start breaking it down to neighborhoods or suburbs. Right. OK, the Hamilton one, the, uh, you know, whatever, uh, Cabbage Town one or whatever it is. So, yeah, but uh, definitely a good idea, man. And 
it also adds structure for a lot of people as well. Like doing these contests, yeah. it, it falls under the thing of uh, something that I definitely need to do more of, like focus more on uh, actually getting into some contests and things like that. It's something that I am interested in doing, but I think it can give people structure because we, how many talented photographers do we know, right? Tons. How many do we know that like are constantly posting photos and constantly like uh, making stuff, making content and, you know, constantly working like not that many right it tends to be like less and i think that tends to be a problem that i've noticed with a lot of people it's not necessarily like a that they're lacking skill it's just that they're like you know they're lacking maybe what we're looking at here like actionable things that are going to get you uh to that level a little drive yeah for sure yeah a little bit of that so hopefully uh listening to the podcast is going to help out those people here today uh another one that i have is uh reviews i don't know if i've talked about this much on the podcast before but uh it's 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 really important to get reviews uh yeah we definitely have because i was giving you shit about it before (laughs) we can use this as an opportunity to check in michael you make that uh google maps reviews thing yet no, because you gotta you gotta pay for that. <laughs> no, you man. don't. Yes, no, you, you don't. do. For a Google Maps listing, don't you, you don't? have to sign up for as a Google business? No, you have then... to sign up as a Google business. You don't have to pay for it though. It's free. But okay. Yeah, you gotta do it, man. You We've had this it. conversation. I know. I know. Okay, I know. we had this conversation. <laughs> episode 152 we're gonna be having the same conversation (laughs) again we're gonna loop back but uh getting those reviews is really important i mean when in terms of legitimacy it honestly is and then you can take those uh and you can reuse them in places right you can post them on instagram you can put them on your website all of that type of thing it's definitely something that people look at right it's it's something that i look at like even for something as simple as like deciding which taco place to go to right so, you know, when it comes to like photography, videography, you know, photos of your actual puppy, photos of your actual baby, you know, whatever it is, maybe there's uh, you're you're like a pickle farmer. You have like one pickle that's like your prize pickle for that. You want to, you know, you want to check those reviews, make sure you get a good pickle photographer. So, uh, yeah, there's something for all of you guys and for Michael. Uh, and if you guys want to check out Galaxy Design Graphics on uh, Google Maps, give me a little five stars. <laughs> you can check out Michael M. Costa at michaelmcosta.com. <laughs> <laughs> you can't give him five stars, but whatever. Uh, yeah, man, what's your next oh, one? Man. Uh, well, actually, it's funny. Um, oh, okay. it, it's the same point. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> but but it, it, there's a little bit of a different twist on it, so it, it'll work. Um yeah, I love that point, man. Uh, ultimately, it's just word of mouth. Um, you know, it's 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 like whether it's digital, whether it's in person. Um, you know, working through people. Um, you know, if you're if you're in connection with you know a few business owners, um, you know, kind of getting them to to go into their network and 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 you know, kind of share some opportunity with you. Um, you know, it's, I know a few people that, you know, kind of use that as their, their tactic for, for growing their client base. And, um, you know, you start to get people calling you up, uh, you know, they hear that you, you, you're doing work for, for Bob and, uh, <laughs> and they, they, they reach out to you. And, um, so it's, it's almost like that, that credibility, that legitimacy is built through the trust of the people that you, you work with. And that are friends with those people that 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 they trust, um, and uh, yeah, you know, if you shoot a really big project, 
you know, my last point on this is if you shoot a really big project, share that on your socials. It's it's not a showboat. It's 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 uh it's it's telling other companies like that that hey, you can trust me with your project. That's the important thing that you need to get across because that's also going to build that credibility credibility and legitimacy. Yeah, playing up that network thing and to combine that with like stuff that we've talked about earlier, like with the content thing, this is something that I've found can be a very effective tool. Like, for instance, I want to do videos in the real estate space. I found that that's like a good market for me, something that I enjoy doing. You know, there's a lot of interesting personalities and you get to work with like entrepreneurs and stuff like that. So it can be really fun. And then in order to like get in touch with them, definitely something that you can do is interview people who are in that space. So like go reach out to them. You know, you have to realize so many people are reaching out to them saying like, oh, hey, do you, like how many, come on, any, any of us who owns like even a small business of any type, like how many spammy emails do you get that are like oh hey uh do you want to like buy some stuff right when you reach out with a different yeah. offer saying like oh hey do you want to come on my podcast or oh hey do you want to make a youtube video together uh let's let's shoot something we'll come out we'll meet you you know what's something that's top of mind for you actually like you know caring about them and and not being so like selfish about it and and reaching out you know kind of combining those things of like okay we have you know this tool here, which is like my ability to make content. And we have like this tool here, which is my ability to network. You know, how do you bring those things together? I think that that's uh, a really important tactic too. Yeah. This has been, I, I think, a very good episode so far. Nice. Like, this helped, is like if, this. If it's helpful to us, it'll be helpful <laughs> <laughs> to other people, right? And like, this oh, is kind man. of stuff that I think that we know, but it's like to, to focus on it and to say it out loud, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I do need to do that. <laughs> yeah. I love, I just love the constant exchange of ideas as well. Yeah. And it, an important. Yeah, when we're t when we're talking about uh, you know getting in touch with different brands or different uh, key players and stuff like that, obviously since we're talking about photography, I did want to make a note that like uh, some people who I definitely envy <laughs> are those people who have really good relationships with like a, a really good relationships with like a a camera retailer or camera brands oh, in particular, yeah. like uh, you know if they're like sponsored by Canon or sponsored by Sony or um, you know they're getting the the gear first from um you know from the freaking retailer and like trying out new gear and able to make videos like that's something yeah. that's uh definitely a long-term goal for me is like getting those types of connections which i don't really have i hear you yeah. yeah if you guys work at cam so cool. camera companies reach out <laughs> <laughs> i've seen that like i mean um is, is, what is it called procon or something like that there's there's um a really big photography and video um conference that comes to toronto every year and uh they take up the whole metro convention center and there are different photographers that just set up at like the canon booth or the sony booth and they talk about their experience with lifestyle photography or with you know um you know uh, nature or wildlife or whatever and it's really cool, like because they are associated partners to that brand, they also get the opportunity to step out from a leadership, uh, thought leadership perspective and speak to this thing as if they are an expert in that field. And that that's something that, of course, you know, gives them the opportunity to mm -hmm. to get that step up in legitimacy as well. Um, you know, people are looking at you to learn. And uh, yeah, of course, like, you also get some pretty sweet gear uh you know they send you they talk about it you know they they send you that gear and 
uh, in advance and say, Hey, you know, we, we want you to switch to mirrorless, you know, like you've been shooting on this, this, you know, a uh, really old one DX for, for many years. And I you know maybe you're still in Antarctica or something. I don't know, <laughs> but we have mirrorless cameras now. So here, here you go. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Imagine they've um, been like in, yeah. a- in Antarctica so long. They don't even know that mirrorless cameras exist. <laughs> mirrorless. Yeah. Oh, they haven't man. seen any of the star Wars prequels either. Like, <laughs> or, or the sequels. That's good for them. Yeah, That's good for them. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> But if we st- if we start talking about Star Wars, this is going to be like a twelve hour podcast. So I know, right? You know, maybe let's not. Um, yeah, I have uh, definitely one more here as well in terms of like uh, advice that you can use for your business, and then I have a few more that are like a little bit more artistic. They 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 awesome. loop back. Okay. It's all it's all kind of it's all kind of connected in a way, right? Uh, but definitely one here uh, is just like how you if you are approaching this from a business perspective how are you treating other people right like are you treating them in a way that honestly that they're going to want to come back right like are you treating them and this is something that i learned i think like from bartending honestly like that hospitality thing of like just treating people really well can go really far right and like if they if they just like you if they just enjoy being around you if they trust you then they're going to want to invest a lot more in you Right. And so many people are just like thinking about the money first and they're just concerned all about like, when am I getting paid? And yeah, like it's important to get paid, but it's also really important to uh, just that simple thing. Like, don't forget to treat people like people. I think that's kind of the the biggest thing that we bring to the table as like even, you know, small business, small business owners, entrepreneurs, stuff like that. Like if you just want like a something done, like sure, you can get some corporation to do it. Right. I think like that unique thing that we bring to the table is that personal touch. Right. So that's something that I definitely wanted to just make sure that we talk about here. Right. And that's going to feed back in. Then you're going to get those reviews. People are going to more important. People want to be on your content and stuff like that because they just want to hang out with you because they just like you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that point because um, you mentioned how the more you do that, the more people will want to invest in you. Yeah. And I love that point because it's not just about investing. Like people often associate like money to yeah. to investing, but you yeah. can also invest your time in somebody. For sure, man. Right. Absolutely. Me and me and Jared, like we've stayed friendly. We've created content. We've we got to a point where we trusted each other enough to create a, a podcast series that has now gone on for 47 episodes. That, and they're um, all like an hour. So that means we yeah. like, sat down and talked about <laughs> photography for 47 hours, Michael. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there have been some longer episodes, too. So it's probably yeah. longer, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, but definitely like getting people to 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 trust you enough to to invest their time in you as well is so is so helpful when you, whenever you just need even just need a second camera or you need uh, somebody to to come out and help you shoot a piece of content, um, it's it's something that really really could help you out. Oh, it's so true, man. And uh, like with my buddy Marshall, that's one person who I'll shout out like he's been so he does like voice acting type of stuff. And he's been wanting to get into video. And, uh, you know, he's been uh, emailing me a little bit about that. And like, I'm just so willing to help him out. Because like, I just believe in what he's doing. Like, I believe in him as an entrepreneur. You know, uh, same thing with my buddy Matthew, who's like working on his own screenplay. He uh, did his own podcast for a while. Like when they reach out with some question about camera gear, some question about 
about content or whatever, question about business. My buddy Devin as well. I gave him a bunch of advice about grants. Like, yeah, just to to show you guys, like when when you put out a just put out the the idea, the vibe that like you're going to be that person where if someone puts time into you, yeah, that investment of time is going to be like at least that you're going to do something with it, right? <laughs> that, even yeah. if it doesn't like directly benefit them. I don't know. Some of these things might d- benefit me down the line, right? Like if my friends are are in business and doing well, then that's good for me. But it's also just because I like I believe in them and I trust that if I invest that time, that it's going to turn into something, right? Where there's other people yeah. who invest time and you're like, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> it also feels good because you're like fueling the community. Yeah. Know? Like just, yeah. just like help the community move along, you know? That's right. That's right cool hey um i i see i had the three main points uh i have i guess one thing that we've kind of we've kind of touched on um it's it's still sort of associated to the word of mouth thing it's still sort of associated to the points uh, that jared had earlier but just on a very specific note when when you do a gig with somebody and it goes very very well like it, it is in a home run and the person is telling you, you killed this. This is great. Stop them and be like, Hey, shut your mouth, write this down. Uh, <laughs> do like actually do. So this is like, I guess this can be, we'll just tie this to Jared's point on like the Google reviews on mm-hmm. there. Cause I think that's probably the most effective place to put your testimonials. Um, but even if, if it's for your site, if it's for your social media, I know uh, Facebook, you can also get reviews on there. In yep. general, wherever you decide to highlight your your testimonials, if it goes really well, you you know you're going to get a killer, genuine testimonial. And uh, that's just one I wanted to make sure that we made sure, like rec- almost like recognizing that pattern. Yep, for sure, man. Do you have any more uh, art artsy-related ones? that you want to get into here? Um, yeah, I mean, I could do one here. I mean, th- oh, jumping on the back of your content piece um, and just creating content, I think like the opportunities that it opens up for you are, are, are awesome. Like uh, for me, um, you know, I was really early in my YouTube creation career uh like i mean not necessarily sorry on the photography side specifically obviously i've been creating embarrassing videos for a very long time but um on the, <laughs> all, on the youtube <laughs> it's how we get here right um but yeah you know maybe a, a half a year into making my photography content um it was halloween was coming up and i, I may have told this story in the past but i think it's just one that that works in this podcast but um you know, I, I wanted to create something interesting. I wanted to create like a vlog of me and a fr- couple friends or me and a girlfriend, my girlfriend and, and my friend going into a haunted house and just creating some content. It'd be funny. It'd be maybe spooky a bit. Um, and so I started for the first time reaching out as like an influencer and ha- carrying that as power, as credibility, as, as some sort of legitimacy that I create content about something that people care about that might be of value to you. Um, and so that was really interesting for them to be like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, 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 as long as you can do a little ad on your next like eight videos in the beginning of the video or the end of the video or wherever you want, like that works. And, and so I now got to go and shoot at this haunted house, um, 
or it's actually it's so you can rent it for like weddings and stuff but people typically do that because they know it's haunted ha- haunted uh, weddings okay <laughs> yeah i know um and so yeah and all i had to do was just i made an ad i shot it actually i went the, like a, the next day i drove down to shot some footage from around the facility it's genuinely beautiful um and i created that ad and i just kicked it off to the ad in the next eight videos i didn't have to recreate it or anything it was the same ad and it just threw it out but because i have that platform right just to build on that point that jared had before like just to emphasize that having that platform gets you so can get you in a lot of places that you didn't wouldn't initially think would it would get you yeah for sure it 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 spins off into a lot of uh other opportunities as well right uh yeah, yeah the more of the artsy stuff that i have here is just like standing out i guess as an artist like you have to really do something different i think that you know, there's a temptation to kind of do the expected thing all the time, yeah. right? Or to kind of chase trends. And I think that a lot of the the photography that we remember that like really stands out in our minds, it, it is when someone's taking a risk. It is when someone is doing something that challenges norms, right? Maybe it's something that that is a bit provocative, right? Like we've talked about, uh, you know, photographers out in New York, like doing crazy rave photos of the police. We talked about uh, Annie Leibovitz here. Um, we've talked about, uh, you know, just uh, the, photo- the the skateboard photographers that we discussed in that, uh, that episode, right? Where it wasn't always the the easy photo, the photo that you just walk out and take. It's like, no, you're you are there in that community for for days and actually doing some pretty dangerous stuff, right? Like skateboarding around behind people and things like that, or you know, rock climbing, doing parkour. How many of those cool photos that you see of the city? Someone like climbed up on a roof and did some dangerous stuff. Not that we're condoning or recommending that you do that, but just like you know, with your art, um, it is important to to take some risks and to do something different, right? It's not always that you just want to go the easy route. Yeah, I like that point. The, th- the other one I want to highlight here, and this might be a bit uh, a bit extreme, I'm not too sure, but um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, uh, I was just going to say how like sometimes... If it feels it's like, right. It's, if it feels right, it's the, throw it out there. <laughs> sometimes it's risky because you're unfamiliar with the type of, of photography or the shot is literally a risky one to get. Maybe you're hovering off the CN Tower or something. I don't know. Uh, but like there are the different kinds of risks you can take that way, but sometimes it's the risk of publishing it. Um, and when I say that, I mean like think of someone like the guy who took the falling man image and, and is that an image that he ends up sharing? You know, should he have done it? Should he have kept that, you know, just in his camera roll? It's a lot, obviously it was a very controversial image and it, it was published on newspapers and, 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 and uh, you know, uh, publishers were, were, were eaten alive for it by a lot of people. Um, but it, it was an image that when you looked at it, it hits you. It is, it, 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 it strikes you. It doesn't change the course of what happened. It just highlights a moment in time. And sometimes, you know, those images that you look at and you go, I don't know if I should push this because maybe it's to a lesser extreme. It's just not what I usually publish. Um, and, um, you know, as much as you don't want to get stuck doing what other people are doing, you also don't want to get stuck doing the same thing over and over again. So, uh, push your, push your barriers. I really like that point. Um, push your boundaries there. Yeah, that's sick, man. And you just never know what, uh, 
what opportunities are going to be created, right? I think that's kind of yeah. uh, a big thing that I'm realizing just going through this stuff here today is like, th there's certain things that you can do. And, you know, it's more of the cumulative thing, like all of them coming together after a long period of time of just make sure that you keep showing up, you keep doing your best, right? You're not getting discouraged. You're trying stuff out. Like you never know where something's going to lead, right? Like I just started making videos because I wanted to, because I thought it was fun, right? And I, I try to keep that same mentality now. Like I do this podcast because I enjoy it because it's fun. It, will it turn into other things, business opportunities, whatever down the line? Yeah, it will. Like the whole reason why I've ever made money in videography is because I started buying cameras and learning about uh, audio and video production. Like I know how green screen, I, green screens work. I know all of this stuff, right? That I just literally learned yeah. like screwing around, you know, in my own house or whatever. So. Yeah, I think the important thing is that you stay creative, that you keep uh, keep doing stuff and yeah, and have a plan that you're following as well, you know? Love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's about uh, that's about all I got, man. I think that's about a podcast right there. What do you mm. think? That sounds like a good time to cap off. All right, sick. Uh, anything that we need to let the people know about before we get out of here? <sighs> Out of your ears before your oh ears are free from us. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm so in Canada right now that I thought you said freezed. <laughs> I don't know why. Like they're going to freeze to their earphones. Um, yeah, we, we actually do have something to tell you guys about. Um, we're excited to give you an early uh, tease around uh, some new content that we'll be creating. It'll be live content. Uh, we're going to play around with that format. Uh, we do want to keep Twitch. it. We're, we're going gonna on Twitch. Twitch. We're going to do a Twitch. We're making our Twitch debut, Michael. Tell them, tell them, what, right. are we, what are we talking okay. about? What are we doing? All right, all right. Michael's Michael's tongue is frozen because he's in Canada. So I'll, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have to I'll have to tell you guys about what uh, what we're doing on Twitch. Uh, February the 6th. Uh, we don't have an exact time yet. We'll figure that out later. Uh, probably if I had to guess, it'll be like in the afternoon EST. Block but, off uh, your whole day. Book <laughs> off the entire day. Call in sick because Michael and I are going to be covering a movie. But not just any movie. We're going to cover the new Roland Emmerich film, Moonfall. Uh, I was watching the trailer earlier. The moon. You did the uh, drum roll after the announcement. A little late. That's I don't fun. know. I just, we won't worry I thought about it. It still boosted up. <laughs> it still boosted it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Halle Berry's in that movie. Uh, mm -hmm. What's that other guy's name? Uh, Patrick Wilson. Do you know who Patrick Wilson is? Yeah, I do know Patrick Wilson. There's He's somebody in else in there too. There's like a bunch of big actors in that movie. He's in those, um, oh, those like horror movies. Uh, what are they called? Anyways, <laughs> Insidious. I think he's in those, right? Yes. 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 yes I believe so. Oh, Anyways, he's so good. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how how this is. It looks ridiculous, <laughs> but I think it I think it will be interesting, and uh, I think yeah. we will have a a good conversation around that. So look yeah. forward to that, guys. Uh, as soon as there's a link ready for the Twitch channel, and uh, I will be putting that in the in the description of the podcast. Uh, probably I'll put it up on Instagram too. Cool. Look for it there. Yeah. Speaking of which, you can follow us on Instagram, believe it or not. 
Uh, mm. I post some highlights from the show, some photos of whatever, something related to the topic, probably. Uh, photo underscore bros underscore pod. Uh, you can also rate us now uh, and follow us on Spotify. And you can also rate and follow us on Apple Podcasts. And you can uh, let us know what you think about uh, everything we talked about today. Uh, on, you know, on that Instagram. Maybe you want to talk about Roland Emmerich. Maybe you want to talk about Halle Berry, you know? She's been in a lot of good movies. Uh, maybe maybe you want to talk about... Uh, what was Big the... Lenses. What was the f- I cannot lie. Huh? What was the fake thing that we introduced the pod as today? Oh, uh, Big Beard. Oh, yeah. Uh, Big Beards and Bieber. 